0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Boundaries, When to Say Yes How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Are you surrounded by the kind of people who always seem busy because they dedicate all their time and effort to housekeeping or work? Because they overload themselves with tasks and a lack of self-care, they become mentally and physically exhausted under the emotional strain of family members and workplace demands. Still, they cannot reject or give up the extra workload that isn't their burden to bear in the first place. They might even feel guilty for not being able to perfectly accomplish these unreasonable tasks. Please be aware if you have this kind of person around you or if you yourself are this kind of person, it could mean that your life is getting out of your control. An uncontrollable life is terrible. There are however always people around us who are living an uncontrollable life. They are constantly feeling exhausted and manipulated both mentally and physically by others and find it difficult to say no. These are signs of uncontrollability. The reason some people cannot control their lives is because they do not have boundaries. Boundaries affect every aspect of our daily life. For example, physical boundaries decide who can touch our body and under what conditions. Mental boundaries lead you to have free thoughts and opinions and emotional boundaries allow you to clear your emotions to avoid manipulation. In summary, clear boundaries is a necessity for a balanced and healthy life. This book introduces you to what boundaries are and how to build up mature and healthy boundaries. Through this book, you can take control of your life and you will know when to say yes and more importantly when to say no. Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend both graduated from Rosemead Graduate School of Psychology with a PhD in Clinical Psychology. New Life Live, a psychological counseling program they co-host airs all over the U.S. They have also put on seminars as well as several research and church activities. They are two of the most popular writers and psychological consultants in the U.S., and their bestsellers include Boundaries, When to Say Yes How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life and Boundaries with Kids. In the following bookie, we will break down the essence of this book into three parts. The first part, understanding boundaries. The second part, common boundary problems and how to deal with them. The third part, how to develop healthy boundaries. Let's get started by going over what boundaries actually are. As we know, Geographic boundaries are easy to grasp. Walls, grass, lawns, fences, and signs, these are all obvious. The boundaries in our lives are just as real, but they are much less conspicuous. What are some boundaries we may encounter in life? They are things that help you define what your responsibilities are. For instance, if you are an accountant, your job is to do accounting, so dealing with and hiring new employees is not within your duty. This is a boundary in the workplace. Now let's take a closer look at what is within our boundaries that we are responsible for. The authors mentioned several elements and we have summarized them below under five concepts. The first is feelings and values. Feelings influence our behaviors and motivations. They are also the indicator of whether a relationship is harmonious or not. If you feel angry all the time in a relationship. Something is going wrong. But the point is that we have a responsibility for our own feelings. Figuring out and solving the problems that are hidden behind our emotions is up to us. On the other hand, values decide what is important to us. For example, let's say you prefer family happiness over career accomplishments. This is your value. Setting up boundaries for your values means taking responsibility for what you value, what you find to be most important now that we've learned the first aspect, let's take a look at the second factor that is within our boundaries, namely attitudes and beliefs. Attitudes and beliefs are critical to what kind of people we will become in the future and how we will cope with various events. From a very young age, every one of us has been instilled with certain attitudes and beliefs. Some people accept them indiscriminately, while others question and attempt to change them. To be responsible for our attitudes and beliefs is to be aware of our ability to change them, which in turn can transform our lives as well as the environment around us. The next element within our boundaries is thoughts. To establish boundaries on thoughts, we should first think independently rather than mechanically follow the opinions of others. Then we should constantly broaden our minds and increase our knowledge. Furthermore, we should break down prejudices we hold. The next concept is gifts and desires. To be responsible for our gifts is to utilize our talents in study and work. On the other hand, desires are universal, but few people can satisfy their desires. This conflict comes from the fact that we are unclear about what we want and what we need, as desires stimulated by external factors always blind our ego and true motivations. To be responsible for our desires is to explore who we are and what our true motivations are. The final element within our boundaries is our behaviors and choices. Every behavior is followed by consequences. If we are lazy, we are most likely to become poor and fail. One of the common boundary problems surrounding choice is giving up our right to choose and handing it over to other people. As such, Building up our boundaries will force us to take responsibility for our own choices and maintain our control over them. Next, let's talk about how boundaries develop as we grow. The development of boundaries is an everlasting process, yet, its most vital period is during our childhood, which is also a psychological stage of personality formation. According to research, the development of boundaries during childhood takes place in three stages. The first stage is the bonding stage. This is the best time for us to form the foundation for our boundaries. Infants feel safe and loved if they live in a loving environment with constant engagement with their mother within the first few months after birth. Infants who are deeply loved gain a strong sense of security and belonging even when they are occasionally apart from their mothers. The second stage is the stage of separation and individuation, also called the hatching stage. As infants gain a sense of security from intimate relationships, their need for autonomy rises. They must separate themselves from their mother and start to understand that my mom and I are not the same. Infants under five months rely heavily on their mothers and even perceive their mothers as part of themselves. As they grow older, however, their interests toward the external environment gradually emerge. Rather than rushing to the arms of their mother, They prefer playing with toys or exploring the world. In this practice of exploring, infants understand the fact that my mom and I are not the same. The third stage is rapprochement. In this stage, kids return to their intimate relationship with their parents when they realize they are not omnipotent and still need help from their parents. However, something is different this time. The children have already obtained a sense of self. This stage often occurs anywhere from 18 months to 3 years old. This is a difficult stage for both the parents and kids, as the kids in this stage are antagonistic, oppositional, temperamental, and emotionally unstable. The authors emphasize that the earlier kids can build up their boundaries and learn to respect those of others, the better they can deal with relationships in the future. Infancy and adolescence are two critical periods when it comes to establishing boundaries. If the foundation of boundaries is not well established during infancy, parents must work harder during adolescence, and such interference by parents can still help greatly. If kids experience serious boundary problems during both periods, they will suffer more in their adulthood than those with healthy boundaries. The authors have also summarized various common boundaries myths and we are going to focus on two of them. The first myth is that someone will be hurt if we set boundaries. To avoid this misunderstanding, we have to realize that everyone should be responsible for their own lives and needs. Other responsible adults will seek help from others if they feel rejected. Thus, we do not need to feel guilty about setting boundaries. The second myth is that you will be hurt if other people build up boundaries for themselves. For example, you might be upset when a friend refuses your request to borrow money. To avoid this, you have to understand that the inability to accept no from others is not only a sign of failing self responsibility, but is also an indication of us passing over the right to control our lives. If you fall into this trap, please remember this principle treat others as you would like to be treated. If you want others to respect your boundaries, you must respect those of others first. Boundaries significantly affect every aspect of our lives, but what are some common boundary problems that we may experience throughout our lives? Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.